0: Welcome again to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. This part of the show is brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No hassles, no delays that's a promise. And as you heard at the beginning of the show, we were in Denver, Colorado last week attending the IPW Travel Conference where the folks from Visit Denver showed some tremendous hospitality. And one of the events they hosted was a brunch located at Larimer Square, right downtown, followed by a city tour to learn more about Denver. So later that day, I got the opportunity to sit with Jesse Davis. He's the director of PR and communication for Visit Denver to learn more about Denver. And here is that conversation. Well, it's my first time here, I gotta say I'm impressed right off the bat, you fly into the Denver International Airport, which I understand is the fifth busiest airport in the United States, and you've had over 31 million visitors last year, so it's becoming a popular destination, but when you fly in, you have your uh, rail system that takes you right into Union Station, and from there, you can visit all the wonderful things that Denver has to offer.
1: That's correct yes and despite the fact that we had 31 and a half million visitors overnight and uh, overnight totals were about 17 and a half million, um, the airport actually welcomed more than 61 million people. So Denver is uh, because of uh, where we are located almost exactly in the center of the country Uh, and we have this wonderful international airport they get over 61 million passing through the airport and we capture 31 and a half million of those
0: Um,
1: and yes we do have this fantastic new train that in a mere 37 minutes takes you 23 miles with about eight stops and it leads you directly into our Denver Union Station which which is our boat arts historic Union Station from the late 1800s and has been restored within the last uh, five, six years and has also become this wonderful community gathering space with uh, James Beard Award-winning chef restaurants, chef-driven restaurants, fantastic bars, cocktails, um, wonderful retail spaces in there, so it serves all you know not just as a functioning um, communication uh, or excuse me transportation hub for the city, but it's also become this really wonderful community hangout as well for locals.
0: Yeah, well that's the that's the the first impression you get when you when you go there. You go to Union Station, and suddenly you're in the heart of Denver. And from there, and I imagine that's where a lot of tourists uh, they can branch out to their hotels. They can either catch uh, alternate transportation uh, to you know spread out to the rest of the city right yeah that's correct we have over ten
1: thousand hotel rooms within walking distance of our convention center and uh we've been on virtually every list of walkable cities and and, uh, cities that are easy to navigate and part of that is because of that rail system that we just mentioned but the other part of that is just based on the layout of our downtown corridor and from union station when you arrive you can virtually walk to most of our main attractions and hotels in that primary downtown corridor. Um, but it's also the, the main focal point for a lot of our uh, hottest restaurants and our hottest cultural areas and our attractions. And uh, if you don't feel like walking, you can just hop on the free mall ride, which takes you up one mile through the primary corridor of the city. And it's a hop-on, hop-off, free-ride bus. Uh, it takes you on to the 16th Street Mall and actually drops you, if you take it through uh, for the duration, it will drop you in what is called our Golden Triangle District, which is where our main focus and concentration um, and cultural facilities are located, where we have the Kirkland Museum. Uh, the uh, Clifford Steel Museum, the Denver Arts Museum, History Colorado Museum. <laughs> so uh, very walkable, very easy to get around and access
0: all the cultural and tourism spots in town once you get here. Yeah, and not only is it walkable, but you can uh, cycle if you want, there's a uh, bike Path that I've noticed there, and then a lot of trails along. I'm trying to remember the name of the river, but you can help me there. That's the Platte River.
1: You can actually kayak right through the middle yeah. of the city on the Platte River. And, yeah. uh, probably the best example of uh, really the outdoor mindset, you know, primarily because of our proximity to the mountains, and um, another reason that we're usually up on those top lists of the fittest cities or the healthiest cities in the nation. Uh, but yeah, uh, very big biking culture here. We host the annual, uh, the largest. Cycling competition race in the United States is the Colorado Classic. It starts up in the Rocky Mountains and ends in Denver. Um, and on a re- recreational level as well, we have over 850 miles of paved biking paths yeah. in the Denver metro area. So cycling is a huge part of the culture, not just from a professional and spectator standpoint, but, not, but also on a recreational level as well.
0: Well, and I guess if you're doing all that cycling and walking, you must get thirsty. And beer comes to mind because craft beer is also very popular here in Denver, right?
1: That is for sure. Yeah. Uh, again, always making those top lists of, uh, of beer cities. We actually host the largest Uh, beer festival in the United States annually. Uh, Every September, October we have Great American Beer Fest. It brings in about 3,000 different craft brews and about 50,000 beer connoisseurs from around the world. Uh, And then we also have... uh, Being the city that brews more beer than any other city in the United States, we also offer 100 craft breweries within our Denver metro area. It's a major part of the uh, the tourism experience here. It's something that uh, we do like to talk about a lot because it also illustrates kind of the creativity of the city, the ingenuity, uh, and it leans into the culinary aspect of the city as well.
0: Uh, And of course, sports is a big thing too. You've got just about every major sport you can think of if you're a sports fan, right? We do. We have seven professional sports teams, so virtually any
1: sporting event uh, that you can dream up, uh, we'll have it here in Denver at some point. And if we don't have a professional sports team to represent your sport, odds are we're probably hosting a, an international competition or, uh, or friendly uh, game, if
0: you will, at some point during the year. Yeah. Anything I've missed at attraction, that, uh, a must-see attraction that uh, i maybe missed and, and should do?
1: I would say the thing that we really haven't talked about yet that you should know is we are one of the hottest restaurant scenes in the country. So uh, Zagat, which is uh, you know one of the, uh, the main authorities on uh, the culinary arts in the United States, uh, named uh, Denver over the last couple of years among the hottest restaurant cities in the country. You know, we have... Uh, five james beard uh excuse me six james beard nominated chefs here including most recently crowned james beard foundation hottest chef in the southwestern united states alex seidel so we've got a very uh, more and more well-renowned and just a very hot restaurant
0: scene here let's talk a little bit about the uh, arts and culture then uh
1: yeah, so I, mentioned, I did mention a little bit earlier that we do have a Golden Triangle free, District, which is kind of the highest concentration of we'll our museums that we have, becoming more and more well-renowned, several of which are one-of-a-kind museums in Denver. What I did mention is that we have one of the hottest street art scenes in the country as well. We have an annual festival called Crush uh, that brings in uh, artists, street artists from around the world and yeah. many of many of whom oh, are actually from Denver. The uh, and they get yeah, a yeah. virtual free-for-all in our River North uh, District, what we call our Rhino District. Yeah. yeah, so you can really walk through that Rhino District for, for blocks. Uh, and you'd have a hard time walking for blocks without seeing some form of uh, public, mural public mural or public art in that district. So uh, very hot on the art scene right now. And that's before we even begin to mention the outdoors and yeah. the mountains. You know, and I mentioned that, uh, you know, there's a very healthy culture here in Denver, being healthiest city, fittest city, on virtually every list that you look at. But we also are in close proximity to four national parks nice. in Denver. So yeah. a lot of people use Denver as a hub to access the national parks mm-hmm. in the Rocky Mountains. Um, we're made primarily a summer destination, but uh, obviously ski is a big thing here. We have 29 ski resorts within the state of Colorado, most of which are within driving distance, uh, short driving distance to Denver. And um, that closest national park is, is a mere two hours Uh, From
0: your doorstep in Denver, and that's Rocky Mountain National Park. Nice, perfect. And that was Rhino, not Wino, right? R R I N O. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. That's correct.
1: (laughs) It's Rhino is short for River North. The river we talked about the Platte River earlier. So River North is.
0: Rhino. It's a great place to visit. 300 <laughs> yeah. days of sunshine, so right. I, I do appreciate uh, you taking the time to chat with us. Jesse Davis, again, is the Director of PR and Communication. For Visit Denver, the website VisitDenver.com. Thank you for your time. Thanks very much for having me. My pleasure. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to The TheInformedTraveler.ca.